Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The definition of regressive, it means that it has a proportionally bigger impact on lower-income households, and that's exactly what the clean fuel regulations will do. The uh, parliamentary budget officer, Yves Giroux, on this program a couple of weeks ago, talking about the clean fuel regulations that came into effect, which uh, will be driving your gas prices, gasoline prices, further and further upward. And then the Bank of Canada shows up with an interest rate uh, hike to 5%, which is the highest in 22 years. So you got to think about this, the impact that it has on Canadians. That's an impact on banks. It has an impact on the economy. It has an impact on everyday good Canadian folks. So I was reading a tweet from Shane Wenzel, who is a home builder in Calgary. And Mr. Wenzel tweeted this. I asked our sales manager why 10 of our customers didn't occupy their new homes last month. Her response is captured below. And here's what he added to the tweet from the office manager. One thing I can assure you is every one of these homeowners tried to move mountains to close. They did not walk away lightly. The issue is when they were approved for their mortgage in early 2022 at 2 to 2.5% interest. They did not anticipate rates rising more than double their original rate. So they had to walk away. How many Canadians are struggling and suffering because of this 5% um, Bank of Canada interest rate and what it does to your other interest rates and what it does to your life and your ability to pay bills when you add it to inflation? Many questions to be asked, and uh, there's more going on with the... uh, Uh, The Office of the Superintendent of Financial Institutions considering procedural and regulatory changes to help financial institutions under mortgage lending stress because a rising interest rate has made it increasingly difficult for homeowners to make their mortgage payments, blah, 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 blah. Except it's not blah, 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 blah. It's very serious business, and it affects every one of us. So we go to the one man we trust on the economy. Well, we trust a number of people, but... I'd, I'd be lying if I didn't say we had Professor Eric Cam at the top, macroeconomics professor at Toronto Metropolitan University. Now I've gotten pissed off some people. Um, Eric, thank you so much for taking the time. Where do we begin this? Why don't we get your reaction to the 5% interest rate? Hi, Roy. Please Hi. continue to uh, praise me there. Uh, the answer is you use the word anticipate. And I think that this is really uh, at the heart of this issue, which is I think that Many people, anyway, just when rates were at 0.25%, when the prime was at 0.25, that's almost free money. I think a lot of people did anticipate that it couldn't stay there forever. And if you look historically, that was true. And just almost heuristically, or, you know, when you look out your window, you say to yourself, can interest rates be almost zero forever? Well, no, they couldn't be. So I think there was an anticipation that they would go up. But nobody, no Canadian working outside the Bank of Canada could have predicted that it would go from 0.25, 10 straight increases, to 5%. This could never have been predicted. This, the speed, 
the magnitude could just have never have been predicted, Roy. And we've talked about this before, and we can delve into both of these issues if you want, because I think we are getting very close to doomsday. And I rarely say that. I like to think of myself as glass half full. But we are getting to the margin. You talk about 10 or so people that have walked away from their houses. I think that as this inflationary spiral now is getting closer and closer to absolutely taking the bottom out of the housing market and the bottom out of the labor market, to quote one money trader that I spoke to this week, he predicted blood in the streets. And I said to him, don't you think that might be a little bit excessive? And he said, no, for two reasons. Because if you think it's going to hit the domestic residential market, I'm seeing what it's doing now to businesses and the business vacancies and businesses that have to walk away from their warehouses. So, Roy, you add this up and it's coming and it's coming fast. Yeah. You know, I when I talked about Mr. Wenzel's tweet, that's last month. He's a home builder. Ten of his customers walked away before we got to 5%. Before we got to 5%. We're at 5% now. So, blood in the streets and doomsday from Eric Cam. I don't expect to hear that. Please continue. What, what, what do you, what do you, I don't know if you're predicting or you're warning or you're concerned or all of the above. I'm all of the above. I mean, how can you not be? I just, I look oh, at Oh, I'm scared. Numbers. Honestly, Eric, I'm scared. Yeah, I am scared too. I'm scared for this country. I'm scared for homeowners. I'm scared for, as I've made a little bit of a joke, people who consider this luxury of keeping a roof over their children's head and clothes on them and food in them. Because it's just getting to be demonstratively awful. And, you know, I, out of the closet, Roy, I take a very small prescription every day for obsessive compulsive disorder. And I would like to give the Bank of Canada a small prescription for obsessive compulsive disorder. I understand that they want to get the inflation rate down to 2%. But what on earth is the hurry to do it on the backs of anybody who has a job or eats or owns a home or rents a home. I don't understand. And my favorite statistic of the day that I've said before on your show, but I'll say it again because I think it's becoming even more and more important. Well, two statistics. Number one, not that I advocate to have a million dollar mortgage, but if you have a $1 million mortgage, which is not out of reach in this country right now, a $1 million mortgage, those bi uh, biweekly payments, Roy, have now doubled. They've doubled. So what you used to pay every other week, now you're paying per week. And then you say, but a lot of these people have already renegotiated and have bring, brought into their expectations function those increases. No, four out of five mortgages in this country have not renegotiated since the rates started to go up. So I don't know what I can do. I, I don't know if I can come on your show and I will never lie to the people that listen to the Chorus Radio Network and say things are gonna be okay. They're gonna be okay if you're wealthy. They're going to be okay if you keep your job and you keep your spending to a bare minimum in many cases, Roy. But people, remember the 80s? Remember 1991? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course you do. People are going to start having no choice but to walk away from their homes because they just flat out can't afford it. Who can afford a million dollar mortgage? It's ridiculous. It's not conscionable. And there better be a rethinking very, very soon before it seriously is too late, and we just see unemployment skyrocket in this country, vacancy sees skyrocket in this country, and, and I hate to say it, but this does nothing for the homeless problem 
in, in our cities. So I don't know what people want to hear me say. And by the way, you asked for prediction. I think the rate's going up one more time before 2013 is, uh, sorry, 2023. That's wishful thinking. Oh, yeah. 2023 give me, Please give me 2013. Over. Oh, my. I have to take a break here, but let me ask you quickly before we do that, and we'll come back. Was it necessary for the Bank of Canada to raise the rate to five? No, it was necessary for the Bank of Canada to raise the rate. It was necessary that we got away from 0.25%. And, you know, Roy, for the exact same reasons, we don't have to be repetitive. I could, We could go back and replay the shows when I was talking about how the pandemic stimulus was too much too fast. And you can just use the exact same citations and say why 025 is too cheap in terms of borrowing money. Mm -hmm. But the point is, let's combine the pandemic, combine the supply chain shortages, com combine the speed at which they've brought the prime to five, and we're in a whole heap of trouble. Let me ask you about the banks. When I read that the Office of uh, Superintendent of Financial Institutions is considering regulatory changes to help financial institutions under mortgage lending stress, that makes me nervous. Should it? It should. It should. Well, number one, I don't know what the hell it means. Number two, they're going to help banks do what? They're going to help banks give people 90-year amortization periods. That's the word. So, yeah, so they can have three lifetimes to pay off their mortgage. I mean, then you're going to get into what they did in the United States with the subprime crisis where people that truly can't afford a home think they can afford a home and that they'll inevitably lose. I mean, this is the problem, right? And, you know, you you keep saying, as you should, 5%. But, you know, 5%, that's the, that's the interest rate that CIBC borrows from the Bank of Canada. The mortgage rate is creeping up to 8, 9. I've even seen 10.25% at one institution this week. So we shouldn't get fooled. You know, we keep seeing this number 5, but it's not 5. It's a lot higher than 5. And, of course, your, your federal government there in Ottawa seems to be completely tone deaf. Right. They keep coming out and they keep saying, well, in so many cases, we're going to raise your taxes yep. and then we're going to give you a rebate. Yeah. How about this? How about don't raise your taxes or how about lower your taxes even for the time being? How about take disposable income as your target? I mean, we know the Bank of Canada. They're not going to budge. The Bank of Canada is not going to budge. They are militant. They are going to bring down that inflation rate to two percent no matter the cost on the economy. So we have to almost take that as given because I don't see that changing. So then you look at your across the street to the federal government and say, okay, well, what could you do to lighten the load on the taxpayer? And I can't believe that their answer to that is carbon taxes and things like that. So I don't quite understand why both of these arms of government that are supposed to be working together are only working together to take money out of people's pockets. So I just, I'm kind of confounded, Roy, and I'm just kind of scared because, like I say, I, I'd rather go a little over the top on the nervous than a little over the top and say, ah, this too shall work itself out. Because again, I'm 55 years old, but I do remember my parents across the street neighbors walking away from their home when interest rates hit 21%. Do I think they're going to hit 21%? No. But now, do I think they're going to hit double digits? They will absolutely hit double digits. And just think about that. When it wasn't that long ago, about 18 months ago, that you could still get a 2% mortgage for five years, Roy. You say they're going to double digits. How quickly? Oh, I think very quickly. 
because I think there's going to be another rate hike in September, October. And that'll absolutely push some of the mortgage rates up into the double digits, depending on what you're looking at. I've been keeping an eye closely on bank rates and what they're doing with mortgages. And, you know, they're up there now, right? They're creeping up seven, eight percent, some banks even nine percent, depending on how short term or long term you want to go fixed versus variable. Um, And I'll tell you, I just and and anybody out there who has a variable rate mortgage doesn't need to hear me say, but uh, I feel you and I, I feel your pain because, again, you know, the economy should on some level be somewhat predictable. We always say that we want things like inflation to be low and predictable and unemployment to be low and predictable. Well, it was almost fooling the population to leave 0.25 there for such a long period of time and then decide to raise it, but not decide to raise it at some conscionable speed, but at, you know, speeds that are only rivaled on the Indianapolis 500 or the Daytona 500 speedways. And you can't prepare for that. You can't prepare to have your mortgage double. You just, you can't, no one can prepare for that because no one's disposable income doubles. And so I guess I'm just sitting here today. Yes, a privileged Canadian. I'm a tenured professor. No one's going to have a tag day for me and nor should you. But as you know, I don't care about me. I don't care about other professionals who are looking at this going, well, I can buy bonds now at the bank at higher rates of interest. Sure. That's an easy answer. It's not hard when you're wealthy. But I'm worried about the people that aren't wealthy and that are now struggling, as I say, for luxuries, Roy, like homes and food and gas for their car. We haven't seen this since the early 80s, and I never thought we'd go back to those bad old days. But slowly but surely, no, I'm sorry, quickly but surely, we're getting there. So what's going to happen to our neighbor to the south, because everything that happens to them bounces up here as well. Are are they going to uh, hit, well, the perfect storm? I don't know. They've been, they've been kind of quieter, right? Like their rates have crept up, but not to the magnitude that our rates have gone up. And their housing market is, I mean, because there's, you know, 400 million Americans compared Mm -hmm. to our 40 million Canadians, Mm -hmm. things can be diluted a little bit more in the States. Right. Because every state is so different. And their, and their mortgage rates laws. don't change. No, mortgage rates don't change. But they haven't gone up with the magnitude that they've gone up here. Our central bank is is really taking um, an almost unprecedented lead at the speed at which they want to bring down the price level. And, and I, say, I say I'm out of the closet. They had to bring down the price level. We couldn't let inflation stay at the nine percent it was at. But again, I don't think a gradual decrease in that number, Roy, would have been so bad. I think that taking away every available extra dollar out of people's pockets isn't the way to do it. Is there a way, in in, in about 45 seconds, can you tell me, is there a way to preclude what you fear is going to happen? No, there's no way to preclude it because the Bank of Canada aren't stupid. They have ears and eyes. And they know that the pressure that they're going to put on Canadians is an unprecedented, ridiculous level of pressure. So they know exactly what they're doing. They just believe that there's a greater good. And I disagree. And frankly, I think a lot of private sector and public sector economists disagree. So all I can do is give people the only advice that makes any sense at all. Keep your hand tight on your wallet. Keep discretionary spending very low. And when you were saving money, if you were saving money at any period for those rainy days, Well, it's about to pour. And so be super careful with your spending and don't put yourself in a perilous position because that's all we have right now, Roy. It's everybody, it's every, all hands on deck. 
because the next couple of years are going to be really bumpy and I don't think the rate increases are are at their conclusion. So I'm kind of left shaking my head, same as you, Roy. I don't know. I don't get it. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.